0: Welcome
1: to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, welcome to the show, everyone. Today we are talking about the law of attraction.
0: You forgot for a second. I always
1: forget for a second. I When I talk fluidly, it's when I'm not thinking. If I have to think, then it gets choppy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 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 I'm going to manifest some smooth talking stuff.
0: These are the first two podcasts that we've done that you haven't had. This and the last one, um, the Walking Through Fear, are the first two that we've done that you haven't. Uh, had notes at all? Really? Yeah. You always have notes, because all right, f- for for just to get this out of the way, these are also two podcasts that we are doing in your studio. Yes. Not in ours. Yes. This we is, is are, the first
1: time we've ever recorded at the Life Enhancement Center. We are live
0: from Glenn Ambrose's Life Enhancement Center.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're alive today, but. Seeing how this is being recorded, I guess it won't be live. We are live. live. <laughs> when Don't ruin the illusion,
0: Glenn. The
1: illusion. The mirage Yes. As Bugs Bunny would say.
0: <laughs> so, the law of attraction.
1: Yes. So, Bugs Bunny <laughs> and Daffy Duck <laughs> manifested all kinds of treasure when they found Aladdin's lamp. Um, no... Yeah, so the so the law of attraction. um, You would mention the secret. Uh,
0: Yes, in the last podcast two weeks ago.
1: Yes. So, had you have you seen or read or listened to the secret? Nothing. Nothing.
0: I know nothing except for it involves uh, the law of positive thinking of attraction. Sending out positive thoughts or positive feelings—I don't know. Yeah, and uh, something about vision boards. Yeah, vision boards can help.
1: So the, you know, the law of attraction basically is saying that um, what you think about you attract. You know what you believe you can have, you attract which is along the lines of positive thinking and that's how we've seen it play out in a lot of business and uh, you know business circumstances throughout the years. I mean generally you don't find somebody that's really successful in any area of their life and they go, "Yeah, well, you know, the way I made it, I, the the way that I got to where I am was I was thinking really small and that I couldn't accomplish anything." People don't do that, you know.
0: So, I do that, and I think i'm doing pretty well for myself <laughs> if I do
1: say so myself well i'm I'm guessing that you can expand there's room for expansion, so you know we have to think big to attain things that are bigger you know um the and as i mentioned in the last podcast the, the the secret was wonderful because it got a spiritual law out there and it got people talking about it and it got people exposed to it and some people researched it more and found out more things some people were just really open to it and they tried it and it worked for them because they were so open and and um you know parts of their lives enhanced and then some people didn't really understand it and they just tried to sit around thinking about wonderful things without ever taking any action and nothing ever happened.
0: That one sounds familiar.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably the most prevalent. (laughs) But, you know, if you you tell people, if people are under the impression that you can just sit around, you know, thinking wonderful things and never do anything about it, then, you know, things aren't going to manifest. I mean, you know, you have to take part in the creative process, you know. It's um the so I the other aspect of it is it's, you know, what are our goals when when we're trying to manifest things? And it's if our goal is to manifest money, then we can manifest money. If we learn how to do that, we can learn how to manifest money and we'll have the money. And people think that money is going to make them happy and it's not, or I'll get the money and then I'll figure out how to be happy after that. Well, it's, all you're doing is perpetuating your unhappiness onto different levels and building it stronger and stronger and stronger. So it's, it's, that's why you have all these people who are really good at manifesting. There's plenty of millionaires and multimillionaires out there that are completely miserable because they're not focusing on the transformation aspect of the spiritual law. They're just using it to get things. And when they, you just use it to get things, there's not happiness that comes along with it. And, and honestly, a lot of times... It depends on the person. Sometimes it doesn't work at all because they're not strong enough. Um, they're, they're, they're sending fragmented messages to, to the universe. So if you're, if you're thinking about an idea um, and you say, okay, I want to um, I start my own business and you start thinking about it, you start, writing out plans for it and you build this structure of what you want your business to look like. Well, that's, that's wonderful. That is, that's like building a rocket ship, which it's really nice to have a rocket ship. However, without any fuel, it doesn't take you anywhere. So the fuel that, that you use for that rocket ship is your inner feeling, your inner belief systems, um, the enthusiasm about your project, things like that. Now, when a lot of people, some people will will start writing out their plan for their business, and as they take that action, as they start looking for locations, as they start figuring out how they're going to do things in their business, their enthusiasm grows And their vision for it and their belief system that this can actually happen, it becomes more of a realistic view for them because of the actions that they're taking to make it come. And it's kind of a natural process. So you're transforming yourself from the inside and what you think is possible, and uh, your enthusiasm is rising, and that's like the fuel for it. So it kind of all can work together— you're you're building your thought, you're you're growing, you're walking towards it, you're feeling like it's more possible, you're more enthusiastic, and, and that's how a manifestation can come. But if somebody's just sitting there not doing anything about it, then they don't have they don't change what's going on inside of them. They don't think it's more possible deep down within than they did two weeks ago. So they're not really getting anywhere. They have they have these thoughts. But they're not getting anywhere. They're not believing them. They're not putting the fuel behind their ideas because they're not transforming within themselves.
0: This makes me think of several podcasts that we've done, including the last one, Walking Through Fear, um, and Taking Action, back one of the first ones that we did. Mm. Um, You can't think yourself into better acting you have to act yourself into better thinking right and um that's like yes you have to think positively you have to put that out there the law of attraction you have to do that but then you have to do the work to attract the things you know you have to yeah. you have to go for it you have to walk towards it so it's it's really about putting out positivity p- positive thoughts um, positive feelings about the things, and then walking towards that positivity
1: right and it your're you know the more action you take, the more you act as if it's actually going to happen you know like if you if you want to manifest the trip, then do what you can, you know a little at a time you can go I think the secret might even talk about this you know go purchase a suitcase when you can, go get a passport. When you can, you know, stop walking in the direction of making these things happen because you're going to need the, those things anyway. There's, a, there's an old story, and I think it, um, it it's probably, it sounds like it's Bible oriented. Well, I'll put it that way. Um, I don't well, know I why am I think scholar, that.
0: I'm a scholar, so if it is, I'll let you know. Then
1: you will know. So there's, there's a story about these two farmers, and they both pray for rain, and then one of them actually gets the rain, and one of them doesn't. And uh, as far as their actions, they both pray for rain. One of them goes and, and, and uh, plows his field and sows the seeds and gets it all ready for the rain, and the other one just waits for it to rain first. And the one who gets the rain is the one who took the action and plowed the fields, because he, by his actions, he acted as if it was going to rain, you know, and the other one just sat there thinking and praying, "Oh, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. Well, if you really believed it, wouldn't you be getting the field ready? <laughs> you know and that's that's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, but why am I going to spend all the time getting the field ready if it's probably not going to rain?
1: Exactly, see, you don't believe it, and if you don't believe it, it's not going to happen.
0: Oh, but that's a lot of work if it doesn't happen.
1: right i this is also I
0: have no idea if that was a biblical story or not the,
1: <laughs> and and that was Ben's version of Devil's Advocate
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just straight up beliefs whatever <laughs>
1: no you're you're too uh optimistic for that to be your belief system
0: that is a common uh misconception, no. No, you just <laughs> no. straight up refuse. <laughs> I just- won't.
1: I won't take that. <laughs> I won't let you give that.
0: <laughs> you don't know me.
1: Oh, I do. <laughs> so yeah, you know that's that's the type of, and you know the as we're walking in this stuff to to feel that gratitude for the things that are coming, and and that's what transforms us inside. As opposed to somebody that that just goes, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to make money, and I'm going to step on whoever I need to step on to make money because nothing's going to stop me. That sounds and, great. And they get completely focused on it, and and they and people look around at them and like they there's there's a jealousy sometimes when people look at at miserable people who are rich from crapping on others, and they look at them and they go, oh, but it worked for them and they're not spiritual. Yeah, that's because they truly believed it. They locked on on that belief. When I was younger, before I woke up, I, I used to be able to manifest things into my world because it was, it was an ego manifestation. My ego believed it. My ego ruled me and it believed things so much that they made them appear in my life. And you know what? Yeah, I manifested a bunch of different things at a bunch of different times. And I was never happy because it was all ego-driven.
0: But this is what I look at it as. When you see people, millionaires, that have manifested all of this by crapping on people. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're right. They're miserable despite themselves. Or not despite themselves, but despite all of what they have not not despite themselves, because they're the reason they're miserable, but um, I think that the reason that you look at that with jealousy, and you go like, yeah, but it worked for them, is because you go like, well, that worked for them, I'm not like that now, and I'm kind of, I'm happy, I'm not miserable necessarily, I'm not super miserable now. If I did that, I would have all the stuff that he has, she has, whatever, and I would be happy because I have all that stuff, and I'm not miserable. But to do that the way that they did it, you would have to become miserable. Right,
1: right. You would have to think that you would have to lose. You'd have to lose yourself. You know, you would have to lose yourself and become more like them in in negative ways to achieve what they achieved in negative ways. Now that you know, so we can have it all. We can be happy and we can manifest things. That's, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I decided a long time ago, you know, 12 years ago when I first woke up, I I was like, first is my happiness, my peace that comes first. I will never sacrifice anything to, to acquire, you know, um, success, fortune, all I, I aspire to do all kinds of wonderful things, but I would never do it by sacrificing my peace and my happiness. It wasn't. A, I made that decision a long time ago, and you know, there's there's limiting beliefs that we need to work through. There's limiting beliefs that I've worked through, just to get where I've gotten up until this point, and I know that I'm going to transcend and even, you know, reach higher places.
0: What's an example of a limiting belief?
1: Um. Well, for me, one of the ones that I needed to, to get over was—and this is a great one for—you can use this in any area of your life, but money is such an awesome way, <laughs> way to use this example. If you go back and you look at when you were younger, if you look at a particular belief system um, about a subject, you can generally think back to when you were younger when you— when you learn that belief system, so like for money, when when I was growing up, we got a pool put in our yard when I was in third grade, I believe. Well, in the neighborhood, there wasn't a lot of pools, so that meant we were rich. I notice
0: you've never invited me to go swimming. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but so we had a pool, and growing up, and kids where I grew up, like you would get in scraps with the neighborhood kids. I mean, everybody did. And if somebody called me rich, there was a fight that was going to happen. Like that was an insult to me because I had been taught that rich people were greedy and selfish and, you know, just generally bad people. I had I had absorbed that from different way, different conversations that I had heard and things like that. So that was my belief about money. So as I grew up, there was, if, if my belief, my moral code tells me that um, I obviously don't want to be greedy and selfish and a bad person, I, you know, that's not okay with me. So on a conscious level, I know I want money. Everybody wants money you know everybody wants money to make things easier to pay their bills to we all want money on the surface conscious level but unconsciously and subconsciously i thought that people who had money were bad so i couldn't allow myself to become financially successful because then i would be all these negative things i would go against my moral code So I subconsciously and unconsciously, I would sabotage things. When money came into my life, I'd blow it, you know, to get, I I couldn't have it if I, you know, and I didn't think I was doing that, but I would find a way to go through it. So I didn't have it, you know? So it was subconsciously and unconsciously I was sabotaging myself. So that was a limiting belief system that I needed to look at and go, oh, that was just a little kid. That was a, that was a six-year-old, an eight-year-old forming some sort of belief system because they didn't know any better. And I've been functioning off of that ever since. So I had to go in and change my belief system about money and be like, no, money, what money stands for now is freedom to me. And if it, it, it stands for, for freedom for me to be more of myself, freedom for me to help more people, freedom for me to experience more things so I can help more people, it's, it's uh, you know, being rich is a wonderful thing to me now. You know, so therefore it's in alignment with my moral code and I can walk towards it without subconsciously and unconsciously sabotaging myself. So that's an example of it.
0: And if you need help um, finding, uh, figuring out what those limited beliefs are, I highly recommend spiritual encoding sessions (laughs) um, with... uh, some guy, I don't, I don't know.
1: Some guy named Glenn Ambrose.
0: Yeah, I don't know his name.
1: Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is something that we do, and I, I do in spiritual encoding sessions. Is yeah. we, you know, we look for a core issue or belief system that that's usually from childhood, and we, you know, we start discussing it, and in discussing it, we get mental and emotional clarity on it. You know, and that energy starts coming up to the surface and releasing even as we're discussing it. Because we're intellectual beings, we need to know these things so we can, you know, we can um, make sure we make the change in our daily lives. So it's, you know, that's part of who we are. We are we're intellectual, emotional, and spiritual at the core.
0: I mean, having uh, no personal experience with that, I hear it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm kidding. So, um <laughs> and
1: then and then after once we get the clarity on it then it's uh energy work kind of like a a reiki type thing where we where we kind of pull out the old belief system and encode a new one in.
0: Which so is so profound. It, it it's awesome. Um so the law of attraction we we've talked a lot about the positive laws of attraction um but it works both ways.
1: It does. What you think about, you bring about. Ooh,
0: ooh,
1: That was smooth as a baby's bottom right there. So
0: if you're putting out negative energy, if you think you can and you think you can't, you're right.
1: Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Henry Ford. You know that that's
0: that wasn't Henry Ford. Yes, that it was, was this guy no. right here. But that
1: His original thought and that's that's what's so cool about this stuff and the secret even talks about that it's this is that's why it's called the secret it's because people have known this throughout history but they say you know the the idea is that the the elite kept it from the masses because it was so powerful you know so it, it would it would keep them it would allow them to control the masses okay by not letting them know this secret and that they could keep manifesting whatever they wanted. Do
0: they just keep it written in Latin, like the Catholic <laughs> Bible?
1: <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> But that you know, so it's it's been around forever, and successful people have known it. We touched on this a little while ago too. You know, taking the God talk out of it. It's like it, do, it doesn't matter if you believe in spirituality. It's it's a law. It works whether you believe in it or it doesn't believe in it. You know, so if if you're, if you look at your thoughts and they're predominantly negative, you're going to be predominantly unhappy. <laughs> you know. And, and life I is I know some people like that. Life is probably not going to be giving you the things you want because if they if it gave you the things you want, then it wouldn't match what you're thinking of. And it can't do that. It can't you know, it can't just do that. That's you know, a lot of times too you see it in um with the uh lottery. You know people who win the lottery lose um, you know a lot of them lose that money in a short period of time, and they, they lose the money in a short period of time because the, um, be, because of their belief systems about money. you know so they, they harness the law of attraction and they bring in a large sum of money just by sheer will, basically. But then what they, what they haven't changed their underlying belief systems. So little by little, that money goes, and it can, you know, they've got all kinds of excuses. Well, everybody, you know, my family kept asking me for money. Well, you, you know, you can say no. Um, you know, this one, everybody asked me, and everybody did this, and it's everybody else's fault usually. But all it was was an unconscious way of sabotaging what they had because it went against their moral code.
0: Can we talk about vision boards? Uh, yeah, I guess so. What is it like? uh, What is the purpose of a vision board besides making a collage?
1: It's to bring your attention to what you want. You know, it's to get your mind think uh, clear. You know, there's a one thing is if you've got a vision board in front of you and it catches your eye, it's going to remind you to think of the things that you want. So you're going to put more. thought into the things you want. The other thing is just creating it is powerful because it's, it's you co-creating with the universe. It's you sitting there going, letting the universe know, okay, this is what I want, bringing it to the forefront of your consciousness and making it more than just a fleeting thought. You know, a lot of times people will, will be like, oh, I want this. Oh, I want this. Oh, I want this. And it's like they don't give anything time to manifest. So it's it, it's. Um, so is
0: it mainly just a physical reminder of what you're of what you're walking towards?
1: Yes, but it but it also can change your energy, especially while you're doing it. You know, like I talked about earlier, it can get it can start wrapping it starts wrapping your brain around what's possible. So, um, you know, if if you're thinking like, oh, it, yeah, I'd like to go to Disney World with my kids. But then underneath you're thinking, uh, I, there's no way I'm going to have the money to do that. you know. Well, then guess what? You're probably not going to manifest it. But if you're making a vision board and you go, you know what? I'm going to cut out a picture. I actually did this <laughs> years ago. I, I cut out a picture of Disney World and I put it on my vision board. And um, as I was doing that, as anybody does that, it's like you're opening yourself up to the possibility that it can happen. I mean, I wasn't locked in to my head saying I, I can't do that, but I'm saying somebody that, somebody that is locked in like that, if you're, if you're taking the action of finding a picture of Disney World, cutting it out, putting it on a vision board, that is all. that's like plowing your field. That's like saying, hey, I think that this is actually a possibility and I'm going to put some energy towards making this happen. And part of that energy I'm doing is I'm cutting out a picture of Disney World and I'm putting it and I'm making a vision board and I'm putting it there.
0: Did you and I talk about the power of of writing stuff down?
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, like goals actually writing goals yeah. down
1: writing things down brings them into reality more it makes them more concrete you know and that's what the vision board does too it's you know write things down absolutely you know it's it, you got to bring it into this reality you know it's it's i mean the everything everything that's in creation is made up of the same stuff you know, our bodies, the car, the furniture, everything is made up of the same molecules, but it's been created somehow. You know, it's been put into a certain way to create a certain thing um, by some creative force. So, you know, it's, it's harnessing that. You know, they, they found that, that our thoughts actually are units of energy you know, through quantum physics. So our thoughts are measurable units of energy. So we know that energy never dies, just transforms into something else. So what do our thoughts become? Where does that energy go? You know, it goes into something. It transforms something So into something. So our thoughts literally become things. They can become our things that... You know, if we allow it, if we work with the Creator as a co-creator, we can bring things into existence through what we think about. Whoa, that's heavy. <clears throat> that's your mind getting yeah. blown, man. this
0: has been this has been a fascinating conversation. if I dare say so,
1: if I dare say so,
0: yeah. Uh, you dare what you
1: dare you
0: just did I totally dare um, <laughs> <laughs> I so uh if people um want to get in contact with you, how do they do that
1: yeah if they you know if you need some guidance with with the law of attraction and how to manifest the life that you want which which I think is it's all about happiness and whatever you want, you know, like my, my future includes financial success. That's part of it, but it's, it's not, it will never be at the sacrifice of my happiness. So you you can sculpt whatever life you want and achieve it. Um, but we usually, we need a little bit of guidance to keep us on track. So, um, yeah, if you're looking for some of that guidance, just look me up on the, uh, like big old wide world, world wide web. <laughs> is that? Did they still call oh, it that? Were you you don't even need like www anymore.
0: Or, or Dot. <laughs> yeah. Uh. We. This is the podcast that we started out with. You saying that you you only talk fluidly when you don't think. <laughs> yeah.
1: See. <laughs> yeah. There's some proof for you. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, go to uh, life-enhancement-services.com. Uh, look me up there. Shoot me a message. Give me a call. All my infos there. And uh, best of luck manifesting. Let me know if you need some help. Goodbye, y'all.
0: This podcast is presented by
1: New Shore Productions. Executive Producers Glenn Ambrose, Benjamin Barber, and David DeAngelis.